Welcome back to back to the Sports View with Simon Rukaba. I'm your host, Simon Rukaba, our Super Bowl special edition. Joining us now are our, our prognosticator, Omar Aranjo of the Stas Sports. Uh, I'm sorry, I think I butchered that, Omar. Uh, <laughs> um, Staff Bet, sorry. <laughs> uh, that's Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Omar Arango, you can find them. Uh, Omar, how's uh, on prognosticating the Super Bowl? You want to talk about the prop bets and and overall, what 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 are you seeing? Uh, what are you liking? As far as the game, let's get it out of the way. Just take the I like the Rams minus four and a half. Um, I know the Bengals won seven out of seven games. They're covering seven in a row, but I think the Rams' defense probably step up. Uh, they won eight out of ten games, covered two out of the last three games. But as far as the game, I would have to lean towards the Rams minus the four and a half. Okay. Anything on the over-under? Uh, I think the last couple of games have been under, but I think they'll score a lot of points, uh, especially – probably late in the game if the team's down, they're just going to go all out. So I'll have to go with the over, and the over is set at 48 and a half. So probably 48 and a half. Over. Yeah, and that's actually what I just went on record on a previous segment. Uh, I think I was going Rams 37-27, which would be the Rams on the over and the points. Uh, and then Katie Trapp, uh, our, our – uh, the host of Sports Talk with Trop and, and, and our kind of co-host on a few of our segments. Uh, she, she's actually leaning towards the Bengals just because it's been a crazy year. No particular rhyme or reason. It's that that would be a crazy game. And I think she predicted 2024 Bengals. Uh, but uh, you're agreeing with uh, kind of my, my view of the, the way the game's going to go with that defense just kind of pressing the, uh, the pedal to the metal and just kind of uh, swarming and making Burrow look – like that. Um, now all these prop bets. Now there's a whole book of them. Now when you go to the sports book, I haven't even gone through all the pages. I think it's a ten-page thing. Uh, what are some of the uh, these prop bets that you're looking at? I have, I have it right in front of me. Um, the main ones are I like Cousins over twenty-five and a half touchdowns. Um, his receptions, he got he got nine at Tampa, eleven at San Fran. They have it at eight and a half. And minus one twenty, I like the over on that one. Uh, Odell receiving yards, uh, they have it at sixty-seven and a half. He got one hundred thirteen against the Rams and sixty-nine against Tampa Bay. So I like the over on that sixty-seven and a half because. Uh, and then as far as his targets, it's. It's at eight and a half, too. They he got nine at Tampa Bay and, uh, sorry, nine at San Fran and six at Tampa Bay. So I like the receptions over. And uh, one that people don't look at as much is uh, field goals. I'll have to go with the kicker, what is his name, Matt Gay. He went four for four, four for four of the last two games. It's minus 140. They have him at over so I'll take the over on that one. And then is there anything that you like, Simon, as far as something that's out of the ordinary, like the coin toss, the Gatorade? Um, yeah, no, nothing. Uh, let me see which one. Uh, I like the odds on the first because I think the Rams are going to score first. 
And the odds on Odell Beckham getting the first touchdown of the game. I think that I saw that one too. I, that's, that's yeah, and I forget the. I'm trying to get. Well, I looked that up. Uh, the passing yards also for Joe Burrow over 278. I think they go over that. I know that's kind of high for him. Um, in his previous games, he got 348 and then 250 against KC, but I think 278, he's going to have to throw it if he's going to uh, try to win this game. So yeah. that's one that I like over. But as far as Odell Beckham, I have his receptions, five and a half over. Uh, for him to catch the first touchdown, it is, let's see yeah sorry so am i also uh i think uh 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 rushing uh rushing attempts by matt stafford is uh at two and a half and that includes kneel downs if he kneels down at the end of the game three times then that goes over two and a half but he averaged uh, i think i heard 1.8 uh rushes per 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 game during the regular season but in the playoffs he's averaged four uh, four rushes a game, so I like the over on the rushing attempts for for Stafford. He got six against uh, Tampa Bay, and against the Niners, he got eight yards. So that that looks like a strong play, also. Yeah. And then, and sorry uh, for the from that game. at one one and a half, and he's got four every game, so it's minus one forty. I think that's gonna go way over. Oh, that's okay. A safe bet. Yeah, and I see a uh, player to score first touchdown. Although Beckham is, uh, one, two, three. I have, um, I have it set seventeen four. to two odds. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. Huh? That's yeah. a good shot. Um, you know, thirteen to two, you could, uh, two hundred bucks gets you seventeen hundred dollars. So that's not bad at all. Yeah, and then. Uh, Okay. Yeah, to score. I yeah, I definitely think he's going to be one to score because I think the target is on. Um, it's going to be Cooper Cup. I think yeah. the attention, but uh, Beckham, I think his this is his the game he's been waiting for to play in, and I just think yeah, he's one of those players that that to me is going to shine in the game and kind of come out. Right, I have a breakthrough game in that. No, not a breakthrough because he's been he's been great in his career, but he hasn't in a while, and he's not the first target that that you think about right now with uh, him. And then there was one. Um, uh, That's the Tampa Bay game. All the games this year, half of his games, he's had two in the second half. So as far as two for the game, I think he can easily reach that. Yeah. And then uh... then I have uh, field goals in the first quarter. That's minus 120. I, like I said, going back to Matt Gay, I think uh, he'll hit that easily. So that's at minus 120. Uh, team with first 20-yard scrimmage. Uh, I think I'll be for the Rams for that, and that's at minus 120. Yeah. So those are the ones that I really look at and actually bet myself. So okay. anything else that you um, about or 
Well, well, the one there's a it's four to one. The last scoring play of the game, uh, a touchdown, a passing TD by the Bengals. So I think uh, in my scenario, I, I think the Rams are going to be kind of way ahead, and the Bengals get some late scores just to make it a little closer. So I think the last score of the game is going to be a touchdown pass by the Bengals, and that's a four to one odds. Yeah, because I uh, in my with my prediction, I think he's gonna. Uh, well, yeah, well, two DD, two TDs would be. Ugh. So yeah, uh, if he, he'll go over one and a half, because I think he will yeah. get two touchdown passes. Because uh, um, he didn't have one, but he had two against KC. So yeah, but I don't think he's gonna play great, So I think they move forward. Yeah, because then, uh, yeah, and they were, yeah, they were in the red zone several times with the Titans and and settled on field goals. And actually, that had me worried on that game for the Bengals because I thought that uh, they were going to regret late in the game uh, settling for field goals instead of touchdowns. But uh, it turned out, uh, you know, it came down to the field goal. Um, uh, What was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Yes. 120, even money for the no. I think he's going to throw one, so I have to lean towards the yes on that one. Yeah, because I, th- I think both quarterbacks are going to throw at least one because Stafford is, is a risk taker. Yeah. And then and then Burrow, I think, tries to uh, be too careful. But I think I could see the, the defensive line getting to him quick and he makes a, a, a kind of a rookie mistake uh, type, of, a type of pass, a bad pass uh, under pressure. Where he just lets the ball go instead of taking a sack, and then that could be an interception. Um, where is it uh, on these prop bets or in any uh, in these bets in the past where the the fans the the betters seem to be getting the most trouble? I think it's a coin toss. It's a 50-50 chance on or, or somehow like the exact scores. That's very really hard to predict. The twenty-one odds, forty-one odds, fifty-one odds, twenty-one odds. Then, uh, how did how did your bets go throughout the playoffs because of the crazy results we had and everything? Um, anything that that maybe surprised everybody else that that you weren't surprised at? I was surprised at KC. I just being up that big and just absolutely coming out, going uh, absolutely second half of just not being able to get in the end zone. You know, just to see them up that many points and totally just lose a game, especially when they. They have the receivers and the quarterback and basically just score at will, as you saw uh, against Buffalo, where they scored in 13 seconds. And they couldn't even do that for an entire second half of a game. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think for that game, like I was thinking more like a 35-24 game for Kansas City. And I think the uh-huh. bih- biggest error was uh, 
them getting stopped right before the half, and then they got the ball to receive the second half, and they didn't score there either. But I thought that was the perfect opportunity for them to blow the game wide open that they missed, um, even if they would have gone for a field goal right before the half and then yeah, come out gotta, and then score. The right yeah. And then with um, people don't realize there is other sports going on um, on a day like this, a big game like like Sunday uh, with the Super Bowl. Is that all your focus or do you look at any of the college basketball or even the NBA game that's on uh, anything that you're looking at in other sports for that same day? So the so the sports book from from my understanding when you're running a sports book, you're trying to get equal money on both sides so that either way, no matter how the game turns out, you, you turn out to be a winner. From what I've been told right now, if the game was today, and the uh, the scenario where if the Bengals win uh, outright, then that's where the casinos take a loss right now. Can we expect any movement that might attract fans to bet more on the Rams to even things out for the sportsbook, or or is that just based off of whatever the the big bets that come in that change? Because a lot of people think that it's just when that when they see the odds change that that means a big bet, like one major bet has has just happened, like when that guy that that bet the four point five million on the uh, yeah yeah.
for, for looking to make the money. It's all these, like you said, it's over, what, 10 pages of pockets. Oh, yeah. Most of these bets don't hit, and people just seem to put $20, and that's what it adds up. If you have a million people getting 20 bucks, that's a lot of money. Yeah, no, and I I remember uh, I, I interviewed at, at a sports book, uh, the Atlantis, years ago, and I was still it was still during my boxing career, and I became and I got a second interview, and the job came down to me and one other person, and they they gave it to the other person just based on that other person's availability, because at that time, it was during my boxing career, and 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 in the interview, I didn't want to lie and just get the job and say, oh, by the way, I, so I told them, I told the, the sports book director that interviewed me, well, what happens if I get a boxing match and I need to take off to training camp or I usually take a leave of absence and this and that. And I kind of was like making a scenario. And I remember him telling me because when you're working at a casino during the like Christmas and New Year's like type, the, the, those are like blackout dates for vacation stuff. When the when it comes to sports book, the blackout dates is football season. Because pretty much he told me during football season, it's like all hands on deck. Every Sunday, everybody works. And especially Super Bowl Sunday, you're going to be there. And I was kind of like, well, damn, I, I just can't guarantee you my availability. And at the end of the day, uh, that's what cost me that job about 10, I want to say 10, 11 years ago. But uh, but I remember that. And I'm thinking that, uh, you know, when I see them, yeah, that that's the time. And which is kind of, so if you, you know, that's that's the kind of uh, payoff or the, the, the thing you got to, bring into account because i wanted to work at a sports book but then i'm thinking why well, do i like to watch the super bowl at home or the world series or nba finals and to think i have to actually work those days um and not be at home enjoying the game uh, is kind of i don't know how much of a sports fan it would make me less of but but uh, that that is something to think about that because this is a time you know where, where most time of the year for for most office buildings and stuff is is holidays super bowl uh time and football season is when there's like blackout dates for sports book workers. So um, something to do if you want to work in the sports industry, you got to be willing to know that you're, you're going to be working on these days that you used to just enjoy at home and stuff like that. But, um, exactly. But it's like, if you look at it, they, they're predicting about 17 million a bet on the Super Bowl this weekend and about 7.6 7. billion made off of it. And then you look at the new stuff, the states like New York, who just passed the law to legalize sports betting. And their first weekend, they blew past 1.6 billion on mobile sports bets in their first month, sorry, not weekend, but month. But I don't know. With this on the horizon, it seems that it's just going to get more and more profitable for these sports teams because a lot of people actually, you know, they, they, they're, they're, they don't actually know how to sports bet. You know, they think it's just. Uh, fun losing money, but I don't think it's really fun losing money because if, if it wasn't profitable, they wouldn't be legalizing sports betting throughout the year. Oh, yeah, and uh, I'm an investor in Supergroup, which is a, a betting firm that's now uh, gone public. They're publicly traded. They, in a pandemic year, 2020, uh, they still made $1.2 billion in profit. So far this year, they're $1.5 billion, um, or, or that's what they did last in 2021. In 2020, they were 1.2 billion. So it's like, uh, and that's B with a billion with a B. And so to think that even in a pandemic time, you know, there, there was still so much bets going on. <laughs> so yeah, that that's it. So yeah, that's definitely a profitable industry in the sports business and the sports industry. Um, so yeah. So um, what? Ha uh, how? How is? When is your kind of break time as a prognosticator and everything? Like when is your kind of off season if you have any? Say it's during the summertime. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. 
busy at baseball and soccer, obviously. There's no NBA, no NFL, no college basketball, no uh, college football. So obviously from probably June to uh, early August, uh, I focus on baseball and, and, and even Australian rules football, but it's just a slow time for me. So that's when I take most of my uh, time off. But now with uh, Super Bowl, then you have NBA, NBA playoffs coming off. March Madness, so this is an uh, extremely busy time to, uh, to, to focus on uh, making money with sports betting. All right. Hey, we appreciate the time, Omar. Thank, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll, I'll be posting this at some point. Uh, I had to get all the segments together and then kind of either make separate folders or because I think I went over the time, but but I'll, I'll figure it out. Uh, but I appreciate your time, and uh, man, enjoy the weekend, man, and enjoy the game, and, and hope all is well with, with uh, family and, and life and everything. So. Uh, yeah, no problem, Omar. Thanks. Yeah. And that was Omar Aranjo, uh, our prognosticator. And let us know what you think of his bets, uh, of his uh, prognostications, his handicapping, and uh, hopefully you all make some money. Uh, for Sports View, this is Simon Recova checking out. Until next time.